Welcome back to our broadcast. You know, in life, we face many different things. We face many situations. And the tests that come to us, I believe one of the hardest tests to overcome is the test of endurance. The test of sticking with it or the test of not giving up or not quitting. Because we're faced with all kinds of situations in our life. We're faced with, with different challenges. We're faced with, faced with changes, sometimes on a daily basis. And many times it begins to wear on us and it begins to affect us physically and emotionally. And we want to stop. We want to quit. We want to run the other direction. But you know, if you've invested in something in your life, as if, whether it's a career or whether, whether it's your marriage or a relationship with friends or with family or, or, you know, life puts us in different situations, but quitting is not always the solution or the best option. Yeah, there's sure there's times that we need to quit because maybe life is or whatever situation we're in is, is hazardous to us. It's called, it's costing us physically, emotionally, financially, and it's not worth the, the end result. But we have to assess and, and look at these things and say, what is the value of this? What really is the cost of it? And what is it worth? What's the cost of quitting? What's the cost of staying? And, you know, even the, even as a life as a Christian, I believe many of us come to a point to a crossroad and we think, what is the use? It doesn't seem like things are working out. It doesn't seem like it's, you know, it's worth continuing. It feels like every turn we're being hit, we're being fought. It feels like at every turn we try to do good, we try to do right. And it seems like the enemy just keeps getting the upper hand. Well, that is a tactic of the devil. And even King David in Psalms, you read the Psalms where he looks and says, look, it looks like that the wicked are thriving. The wicked are, are more blessed than we are, but we are serving you, God. Why are we blessed? You know, the devil likes to take the success of the world and, and rub it in to make it look like that that is the way to go. That's the source or that's the answer. That's the way to live life. That's the better life. When truthfully, when this, this life comes to an end, this natural life, what is at the end of that is all of eternity. So we are in a race. We're in a race that, that when we don't quit, we don't stop. We don't give up. If we finish this race, if we finish this course, we win in the end. You don't have to come in first place. You just have to continue. You just have to keep enduring. The Bible says that they that endure till the end will receive the crown of life. Not those that start and they're excited to serve God. And then when things get tough, we run away or we quit or we stop because it feels like life is, is too difficult or the Christian life is too much and everyone else is having more fun. Everyone else is, seems like their life is more successful. And here we are sacrificing and giving up. But I promise you that the enemy is going to lose in the end. But we don't quit. We don't back up. We don't stop. We continue. We run this race. And when we, when we're tired, when we're weary, that's when it helps to have someone alongside of you that picks you up and says, Hey, don't stop now. Don't quit. You've got this. You've got what it takes. God has put it on the inside of you. Get up and keep running. Don't stop now. Just keep pressing in. You're going to get your strength back. Keep pressing in. You're going to get a second wind. Keep pressing in. It's not over until he says it's over. And you know, in the book of Hebrews, I want to read this to you. The book of Hebrews actually is encouraging the body of Christ because, you know, we 
you know, we face so many difficult things in life. Many of us face loss. We face difficult hardships that we don't see other people facing. And sometimes we can look at that and say, why me, Lord? Why is this happening to me? Why is, why is this happening? Instead of saying that we are in a fallen world, we have an enemy that is looking for every avenue to seek out, to destroy, to kill, steal, and destroy. It is the enemy that has come to steal, not God. The Bible says that Jesus came to give life and life more abundantly. He didn't come to rob and to steal from us or to, to press down on us. He came to deliver us from oppression. He didn't come to, to bring more oppressing things or more of a burden. Jesus said that, take my yoke upon on you. He said, my yoke is, is easy and my burden is light. Don't take the weight of the world on you. And if the world is pressing in on you and take that as that God is putting something on you, the Lord God is not putting a heavy weight or burden on you. The, the, the wickedness and the sin of this world is what brings weight and pressure. God doesn't put pressure on you to try to push you or maneuver you. God will speak to you. He'll speak to your heart, ask you to obey him and to move forward. But God doesn't put a, a weight upon you to try to press you down to, to see how much you can take before you quit. God is for you to get up and to keep going and to keep pressing in. And I want to read this to you in, in Hebrews. In the book of Hebrews, in chapter um, 12, it says, Therefore, this is in the New Living Translation, Therefore, since we are surrounded by such a huge crowd of witnesses to the life of faith, let us strip off every weight that slows us down especially the sin that so easily trips, trips us up. And let us run with endurance the race that God has set before us. Yes, there is a race set before you, a race to run in this life, to be a follower and a believer and a voice in this earth to the kingdom of God, to bring people into the kingdom, to be to do the will of the Father, but it is not for you. He is the, the race that he's put before you is to run the race of salvation for eternal life, not to run a race of, of every obstacle that he can put in your way to see how much you can take. That is not what our heavenly father has done, but he says to lay off the weight that so easily besets us, so easily pulls us back or weights us down to keep running from race. And what is that weight? That is the weight of sin. So when we allow, when we give in to sin or we give in to temptation, that weight becomes a, a, a burden upon us, that, that heaviness becomes a deterrent for us to continue running because it, it, it's, it's, its intention is to weight us down to the point that we quit. The whole purpose that Satan wants to do in tripping us up or Get, uh, causing us to fall into a tempt or, or tempting us so that we fall into a temptation is to weight us down so that we will make a decision to quit, to get under the weight of condemnation, to get under the weight of guilt, to get under the weight of shame and stop serving the Lord. And he has made every provision for us, even if we fall under the weight of sin, to repent, get back up and keep running. You know, a, a runner will not look back and see what all these obstacles he's gone through. 
A runner will not turn his head back and look back and look at, man, look what I had to jump over. Look what, man, look where I, remember back there where I tripped and fell and I skipped my knee and and everybody passed me up? No, a runner doesn't look back, but he keeps looking forward. He looks forward so that he doesn't trip and fall again or even more, and he runs steady and harder and faster. You can't run as fast as you can looking back. You can't run without tripping by looking back. So you keep your eyes forward. You don't look at back of all the things, all the mistakes you made and all those. You leave that in the past and you set your sights on the goal and you say, look, I'm going to continue this race. I'm running. I'm not quitting. I'm not giving up. The Lord is my source. The Lord is my strength. I am not going to back up. And then he goes on to say, well, let me read this in the uh, in the message translation. It says, do you see what this means? All these pioneers who blazed the way, all the veterans cheering us on. It means we'd better get on with it, strip down, start running and never quit. No extra spiritual fat, no parasitic sins. Don't let the weight or the, the, if anything is in your life that you're dealing with, you're struggling with, well, you, you bring that to the Lord. You bring that to the Lord because the Lord does, he is not, he's not wanting you to hide from him or to run from him. He's wanting you to run straight to him. He's wanting you to bring everything to him. Be open and honest about everything in your life. God already sees it. He already knows what's going on. So if there's something that you're doing in your life that you know in your heart is not pleasing to God, or you know in your heart that it's absolutely sin, maybe, you know, you know that you're in something that you shouldn't be, You've, whether it's an addiction, whether it's in a relationship, whatever it is, whatever you're doing that, that it's in your flesh and you know it's against God, you know it's against his word, just come to him. Just bring it to him. Be honest with him. Bring it to him and say, Father, this is where I am. I'm, I'm, I know that I'm failing in this area. I know I'm messing up. I know that I'm doing wrong in this. And I'm bringing it before you because I want to be honest with you. And I want to keep running this race. I want to lay this down. And with your help, I will overcome and I will press in and I will get through this and I will overcome this sin as I continue my relationship with you, Father. As I continue coming to you and talking to you and being open, then this sin is going to fall away. You're going to give me victory and I'm going to run this race and I'm not going to quit and I'm going to finish until the end. Then he goes on to say in verse uh, verse two, and this is in the New Living Translation, we do this. This is how we do this, how we get rid of this weight and the sin and how we how we run with endurance. We do this by keeping our eyes on Jesus, the champion who initiates and perfects our faith. Because of the joy that was awaiting him, he endured the cross, disregarding his shame. Now he is seated in the place of honor beside God's throne. The message translation says, Keep your eyes on Jesus, who both began and finished this race we are in. Study how he did it, because he never lost sight of where he was headed. That exhilarating finish in and with God, he could put up with anything along the way. The cross, the shame, whatever. And now he's there in the place of honor right alongside God. In the one more, and I'm going to read this in the Passage Translation. We look away from the natural realm and we fasten our gaze onto Jesus who birthed faith within us and who leads us forward into faith's perfection. His example is this. 
Because his heart was focused on the joy of knowing that you would be his, he endured the agony of the cross, conquered its humiliation, and now sits exalted at the right hand of the throne of God. When you set your eyes on the goal that is ahead of you, just like Christ did, enduring the cross because he knew that going through this, it would bring the entire world, whosoever will, into salvation. That anyone would, that would believe on him and that would run the race would be saved. He put his eyes on what was ahead of him. Now, you can say, well, Jesus didn't sin. No, he didn't sin. But what he did was he made a way that even if we do sin, the grace of God covers us and cleanses us and keeps us from staying under a weight of condemnation that we could not get out of. Because if He did not cover us with His grace, then all we would do is we would remember every failure, every defeat, every sin. We'd look at everything in our life that is a a mistake and a bad choice, every temptation that we gave into, and we would look at it over and over and over. And you know what it would eventually do? It would eventually cause us to stop in our tracks and to stop running and to quit. But the grace of God that covers us is that knowing that we come to the Father and we come to Him not in our own strength, not in our own ability, but we come in the name and the righteousness of Jesus Christ, that we come humbly before Him and we say, Father, I'm not coming to you because I'm holy in myself. I'm coming to you because I'm holy through Jesus. I'm coming to you because I'm righteous through Jesus. That I live and breathe and I have eternal life because of what Christ did. I'm not coming to you on my own. So that gives us the right of passage. It gives us the right to come before God and to come before Him knowing that whatever we've done, whatever mistake we've made, He's not going to turn us away. He's not looking at, at pushing us back, but saying, strip off that, lay that down, forget about what happened in the past, get up and run, get up and keep going. Because God doesn't care where you've been. What he cares about is where you are right now in this moment. Where is your heart now? Maybe you have grown cold. Maybe you have grown cold to the Father. And you've lived a life and you've forgotten about him. And you've said, you know what? I don't want anything to do with him. Because you were so filled with the the the, the things of the world or you were so filled with the the, the the temptations and the pull of the world that it was drawing you and it was and and you weren't really seeing what was the truth or on the inside what your heart really wanted but just what your flesh wanted so maybe you said things like god i don't want this life anymore i don't want to live the christian life can you come back from that absolutely because god made the way if you have a desire to serve god if you have a desire to follow after him you haven't crossed the line too far You haven't gone so far because the Holy Spirit is still drawing you. You haven't crossed it so far that you can't come back. He made a way where there is no way. And what the Lord is saying is, don't look at your past. Don't look back at the things you've done and decide to live in in that place and live your life based on your mistakes, but live your life based on the future that's ahead of you. Live your life based on what God has promised for you the gift of eternal life to those who endure, to those who keep running, who don't quit and don't give up. He didn't say you had to be first place. You know, in a marathon, when a marathon's run, there are thousands and thousands of people that run a marathon. And there is some that are running and the whole crowd is gone 
Everybody's left. They're the last one still running, but the finish line's still there. They leave the finish line up, but there's not a crowd cheering them. There's not a bunch of people there because they've already gotten tired. They've already seen many of their friends go through and they're already gone home eating and doing whatever. But there's that person that's in last place, but decides I'm going to do this if it takes all night long. And when they keep running, they keep running, they keep running. They get to the finish line and they cross the line and no one is there but the father. Everyone else is gone, but the father is still there waiting for you to cross that line, even if you're the last one to finish the race. Don't quit. Don't give up. Keep running. Keep pressing in. Keep moving forward. Whatever whatever it is that's weighting you down, make a decision to let it fall off, to strip it off, to do whatever you have to do to run the other direction. Get back into God's presence. Get back into God's word. Begin to talk to him, seek his face, follow after him, and keep running your race. Amen. Let me end this in prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we worship you. Father, we thank you for giving people strength, for giving people help. Lord, we thank you for helping those that are that feel like they have been down for so long, they don't even feel like they can get up and keep running. But Father, I'm asking you to strengthen them on the inside. Holy Spirit, comfort them and stir them up once again and give them, stir up that desire and that dream that's, that you put on the inside of them and give them that strength and encourage, Lord God, to get up and to keep running this race and to not quit. Lord, that they will run and they will finish the race and they will endure to the end and they will receive this crown of life. Lord, we thank you in that name that is above every name, the precious name of Jesus. Amen.